So what was it like finding out you'd you'd finished after all that time? Oh man, it was like a weight <laughs> lifted off. Like yeah, I was so happy. Like I started crying a little bit because, like, for me at that point, that was like eight or nine years of the process. You know, mm-hmm. on and off, like mentally, like you know, sometimes giving up, then jumping back into it. So the journey felt like exhausting, but to finally have it done and like, you know, they knew how much I was, you know, studying and and putting in and the late nights and stuff like that. And it was just kind of a big relief to finally have it done and and be able to, you know, progress and, and go forward from there. Welcome to episode 72 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Jason. Jason is one of our customers, and he has a longer, you know, CPA journey, which a lot of people on our podcast, you know, have had the experience where they really struggle with the exams. They go through a period of thinking, maybe I'm not even going to try to finish these exams. Maybe I'm just going to forget about the CPA, and then they come back to them. When it does finally click, meaning the the study process, when it finally clicks and they have a breakthrough, like, okay, this is finally working. I know how, I, I know what to do for every lesson. I know how to manage my time. And they're able to spend less time studying because they finally have the study process really nailed down. And then they start passing sections. They typically have a lot more insight into the overall process as far as mistakes being made, you know, the first time around, what to avoid doing. And Jason has one of those stories and it's, it's heavy on the motivational side because as you'll hear, he went through a lot of ups and downs in his CPA journey. But again, that makes for a better experience to listen to because he just has so much insight into what was really working for him times when he felt like he was going to give up on the exams and then what brought him back and what kept him going after previously having that kind of an experience. So there's just a lot to learn from Jason's story. Before we get into the episode or the interview, two things I want to mention. First, if you have not yet, make sure to sign up for one of our free study training webinars. You can do that at our main website at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. That is the best place to start if this is the first thing you've come across from Superfast CPA. We take one hour and we walk you through our core study strategies so that you will learn how to use your current review course much more effectively, much more efficiently. The second thing is make sure to sign up for one of our free podcast giveaways. You can do that at superfastcpa.com slash enter or there should be a link down in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Each month, we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones simply for registering for the giveaway. And the idea behind giving away headphones is that the big thing with our audio notes is that you can be racking up study time as you do other things throughout your day that you would normally be doing, like washing the dishes, working out, going on walks, just sitting around the house. I mean, whatever it is, there's all this extra time that you can be improving your scores by always listening to our audio notes. So with that being said, let's get into the interview with Jason. So have you heard any of these other, or uh, have you heard any of the podcast episodes before you kind of know how these go? Yeah, a few of them. 
my friend was on one. Oh, really? Who's that? Sharon. Oh, nice. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah. 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 Whenever I'm reminded of a certain one, I'm like, oh, that's one of the best ones. But I, re- <laughs> I really like they've all been they've all been pretty good. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Do you work with her? Or how do you know her? Uh, we worked together uh, when I first started out. She was at my first job, so we started working together. And then that's I had introduced her to using super fast EPA. So <laughs> really, that's that is funny. I think yeah. she said that on the, on yeah, the call. She said a friend. She was talking about me. <laughs> awesome. That is cool. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I just pulled up your, uh, I don't know, the little form thing, and, and you've passed three so far. Is that right? No, I passed all of them. Oh, you're done with all of them? Yeah. Okay, okay. So here's, okay, you said, uh, I retook FAR three weeks ago. Oh, you must have just been referring to the fact that you're now done. So you... Yeah. Okay. You retook yeah, FAR so, recently? FAR was my last one. So that was the one I had retook. And then that was the final one that I needed to pass. Okay. So, yeah, let's start. Uh, well, let's start at the very beginning. How, how did you even get into accounting? Yeah, so I started out... I changed my major like three times before I got to accounting. Um, but my father had a history um, in working in finance. So I've just felt like business and I was pretty good at it. So that's why I ended up choosing um, and staying in accounting. Okay, nice. At this point, like how how long have you been out of school or how long have you been working on the CPA exams in total? Yeah, so my last year of college, I took like, I think my last semester I had like 20 something credits because I wanted to make sure I had the 150 so I can, once I graduated, I can just go in and take it. So I graduated in 2012. So 2013, I started working. um, And then that's when I started the CPA journey, essentially. It okay. was uh, right in 2013 while I was working. Okay. And ha- I mean, how'd it go in the beginning? You just had a review course. You were trying to go through the lessons. Like, what was the whole thing like? Yeah, it was rough. So, <laughs> you know, starting out, like, that was like my first, I had a little job, but that was like my first real, you know, corporate job or whatever. So I was, I had a study material. I forgot who it was. I think I did like Rogers or something like that. Um, so I would try and wake up at like five or so to try and study for a few hours before I went to work. Um, and then, you know, do some, uh, a little bit after work too, cause I was single at the time. So I was just, you know, let's, my, my mentality was like, let me just try and pass everything the first time. And, yeah. you know, everybody thinks that, <laughs> you know, but it doesn't always work out that way, but. You know, I spent the hours trying to just basically read the book and just study, basically. Okay. And I yeah, mean, but it wasn't how, working. It wasn't working? No, no, no. <laughs> I just ended up um, taking a few tests, but I didn't pass them at all. So, yeah. And after kind of doing that, it ended up just kind of being. Well, one, I had to pay for everything myself. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't really have the financial help of, you know, the work, the job I was at, they wasn't really helping. So I would have to pay everything. And then so, you know, if you fail the tests and you got to pay again for the fees, like it kind of gets, you know, demoralizing. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Very common story. And so did you go into a period where you just kind of put the exams on the back burner or did you just keep trying through the through the years? Yeah. So like I said, I was paying for everything and then I wasn't passing. So I stopped studying for a while. Um, I, you know, I did the studying for probably like a year and a half. Uh, I took like two or three tests, but I didn't pass them. Um, so I stopped studying. I think I tried again and like, like 17, 2017 or so, 2018. Um, and then, you know, at that time, my circumstances changed. So I was married. I just had a child. Yeah. I was trying to study with that <laughs> yeah. along with working. You know, I've been in public accounting while well, I was in public accounting, you know, just, so I'm working long hours with a family and trying to study. So at a certain point, I was like, you know what, this is not working. And like, you know, you start to think like, man, maybe it's not worth it. You know, I could still try and just, you know, go somewhere else without getting it. But, you know, at that time, especially being in public account, they really promote, you know, you need your CPA to move up or move forward. Mm-hmm. So I kept returning back to it to try and at least uh, pass it. But, yeah, there was breaks in between. Okay. And uh, at what point did you, what was the first thing you came across from from super fast cpa was it a youtube ad i think it was or yeah i think it was that because i think i logged in to like give my email to get something so Mm -hmm. uh, it was like an opt-in thing so i think i started getting emails Uh, yeah i think it was like 2018 or 19 that i saw it okay and and how'd you how'd you end up starting? Were you like applying our strategies, or did you just get the study tools? Like, what did what did that all look like? Yeah, so I was using Surgent as the study material, and so first I started. I think there were some videos that talked about how to study, mm-hmm. um, and that's what really intrigued me the most because I was working so much. I was like. How do I pass this with yeah. all this time right. um, and family and all this stuff? So I was searching for something to help me um, pass while taking all of these, while doing all of this work. And so I was still using Surgeon, but which that's like more question-based naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started using the methods of studying. Um, being like you focus on the questions and the answers and not so much on reading everything and then trying to remember. Cause that's, you know, like most people, that's what you run into is like you do all this reading and then you don't remember anything by the time the test comes. Right. Um, so yeah, I started applying the study strategies into using the study material that I had. Okay. So you're talking about our. Uh, strategy course. It was probably called the Study Hacks course at the time. Is is that what you mean? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was also, you know, having the app and stuff like that helped out a lot with the notes because I think what 
made me want to go with uh, super fast opposed to other ones like Ninja and things like that was the questions um, in the app because Mm -hmm. it helps you retain so much more by having those little quizzes throughout the day. Um, So it helped, you know, tremendously to have those that really was separated from everyone else you know, with the notes and audios and stuff like that. Other people have that. But having those questions really helps submit the information, um, you know, as you're going throughout the day because everybody's looking at their phone. So it's might as well, you know, study while you're doing it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm always preaching, obviously. So you would just, you would do that. You would do your main study session and then you would just use our app throughout the day whenever you'd normally just kind of look at your phone. Yeah. And so, you know, I was at that time when I started doing this, I was still, you know, in public accounting. So I would more times than not try and study in the morning, like before Mm -hmm. work. So I was getting, I was like probably the first one in the office. So I was getting into the office and then, you know, study for an hour and a half or whatever it is um, to get all of that. And then, like you said, I would read the notes later on through at lunch or you know, do the quizzes here and there throughout the day. Nice. Okay. And uh, so you start doing this, and is that when you passed your first section? Yeah, so I passed the first section um, in January of 2020. Yeah, that's why I passed the first section. And... You know, one thing that, you know, I talked to friends and stuff like that about, you know, they've been hearing about me throughout this journey and everything. And one of the things that helped me a lot with passing that finally, like at that point, I had taken like six or seven <laughs> different tests or whatever yeah. and passed. Um, but I started using the material. And like I said, I was doing those study things. But the other thing that I started doing was making sure that. I understood the terminology. Um, so I started, you know, as I was taking the quizzes and reading the answers, I would take notes on certain words that I didn't understand. Because when you start, when you know what the words mean, yeah. it allows you to process the question a lot faster rather yeah. than you trying to guess what the question is saying and right. then try and get the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you have remember me saying this and like sometimes i'll say stuff uh like in those strategy videos and then i'll think that that sounds so obvious like it sounds dumb to say that but you you just said it word for word like i'll say that in these videos i'm like okay as you're going through questions think about what the words mean and like this will all (laughs) start to click so much faster um yeah yeah because people have kind of like a general idea of, of like what the word, you know, what they're seeing or whatever. But like you just said, there are words in there that if you had to really say like, what is that? You don't really know. And, uh, exactly. Anyways. Yeah. That's, that's funny to say that. (laughs) It's big. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It helped out a lot. So yeah, that was definitely something that helped me to pass my first test. Yeah. So especially when like, you know, if someone goes in and they've, studied for a few months, they passed their first section. Like they think it's awesome, obviously, but it's not like a huge victory because they, they don't have like this years of struggle behind that. But where mm. you spent years, like what was passing that first section like? 
it was a huge relief like to you know like when you finally pass one section psychologically you're like okay i need to finish now mm-hmm. <clears throat> because you feel like you have something to lose and it's a big hurdle when you haven't passed it because it's a lot easier to walk away from even studying for the test or trying to get it because you feel like man i haven't passed anything now so it doesn't make a difference but you know it puts a more sense of urgency to want to finish the test once you finally pass one and you and it's encouraging because you you like you realize i actually <laughs> did it like okay yeah. i passed one part so if i can pass one i can pass the other ones yeah, that's a that's a great point. Okay, and so do you remember what what section was that your first one that you passed? That was BEC. Okay. All right. So you passed BEC, and then at that point, did you kind of feel like your study process? You kind of knew what you were doing at that point. Yeah. So at that point, <clears throat> I was, you know. I, Using the the strategies and things like that, I felt like I had a good grasp of how to actually study and how to go about it, you know, for the other other tests. So, um, yeah, so that was in January that I passed that. So I had started studying for the next part, but then, you know, this was, like I said, it was the beginning of 2020, so... Mm. A lot of life circumstances, I ended up getting let go from my job. So once that happened, I kind of had to reevaluate, like, what I was going to do. Like, you know, I didn't know what path I was going to go because, you know, there was, you know, not really hiring at that time. So I was trying to figure out, you know, do I stay in accounting? Do I go somewhere else? Do I try and finish this? So (laughs) I ended up not even studying for the next couple of times because, you know, the cost and everything that comes with that, you know, like I said, I had a family and everything. So there was a, there was a period of time when I stopped studying after I passed that first test. And then, yeah, there was a period of time that I stopped studying. And so at a certain point, I think it was about maybe August when I was like, or July, um, I was like, okay, you know, I already passed this one part. One thing for me that I'm really determined, like, I'm not just going to let something beat me. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why I, one, I needed to pass the CPA. Like, I didn't want to feel like this is something that defeated me, essentially. Yeah. And so I was like, this, I already passed the part. I only need three more. My mindset was always like, let's try and get them done as fast as I can. So I, so the way that I scheduled my tests, I typically looked at the release dates of when I get the scores. So then I can take the test and get my score fairly quickly to know if I needed to retake it or not. Okay. So, you know, I scheduled out my tests um, the next three you know, my goal was to pass them all by the end of the year. Um, so from July, I started studying again until the end of the year. And so that was my uh, plan was to finish the rest of those by the end of the year. Awesome. And you and so how'd the how'd the remaining three go? So um, so at that time, 
like I like again, I started studying, but I also started my own business in accounting. <laughs> mm. You know, with my father, he yeah. had a business, and we started working together at that point. And so I passed the next part, which was reg, and then I had far. No, I took a test and I didn't pass it. And then the next one I took was reg. So I finished reg probably at the end of the year. And then going into 2021, I had two tests basically remaining. And so I took FAR and audit. And I was looking at the time frames, so I was trying to finish it because I was get, at that point, you know, I had lost six, seven months. So <clears throat> I was beginning to run against the clock of losing my first part, which yeah. was June. I think it was, was that 18 months, something like that. It was like mm-hmm. June. And so I needed to, it kind of put a lot more pressure on me to pass them. So I remember I didn't pass audit and then I ended up after I failed it. So at this point when I was not passing the test, it wasn't like I before I was getting like fifties and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um at this point <laughs> I was getting like seventies or seventy two uh, or something like yeah. that. So at that point, it becomes more frustrating because you're like, man, right. I'm right there. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'm missing this by like a few points. And so at that point is when I started seeing your review about um, retaking tests and how to study to retake the test. And so that's when I would take After I found out my score, I tried to retake it as fast as I can. Um, before going on to another one, mm-hmm. sometimes rarely did it like overlap as far as the timing of studying for two tests that happened once, but mostly it, I could just retake it. So uh, I think it was audit that I ended up taking, failing it. And then I retook it like three, two or three weeks later. Um, so I just, at that time i just kind of hunkered down and <laughs> and started studying to try and pass that part yeah and so you, yeah and so you got that done and then you so you had passed reg and then you just <clears throat> far was your last one yeah okay and so that was that was the most difficult <laughs> yeah. um mainly because i had to i remember at that point i was um I was getting against the clock. So when yeah. I failed it, I had basically one to two more times to pass it before I found out that my first test got um, taken away. Yeah. So I so the way that I did about this was, <laughs> it was kind of crazy, but I found out that I failed it. And then it ended up being probably like six days. By the time I found out, the last time to take the test was like five or six days later. Mm -hmm. And then 
if I didn't make it to that one, I only had one more chance to pass it. So my mindset was like, look, let's just spend the next three, four days like going all in as far as studying. So I found out I didn't pass it on a Tuesday. And then I registered and took it again that Saturday. (laughs) And, you know, I ended up finding out that I passed it. So Nice. That was the last one that I had to pass. I okay. I think that's what you're. Uh, you'd said in the forum is I used Nate's suggestion on retaking the exam within a few days and got a seventy-five and passed. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that was that far? <laughs> yeah, I think. That's yeah, I think awesome. that was far that I did it on. Yeah, five day restudy. That's uh, that's funny. That's cool <laughs> though. So, what was it like finding out you'd you'd finished after all that time? Oh man, it was like a weight <laughs> lifted off, like. Yeah, I was so happy. Like, I started crying a little bit because, like, for me at that point, that was like eight or nine years of the process, you know, Mm -hmm. on and off, like mentally, like, you know, sometimes giving up, then jumping back into it. So the journey felt like exhausting. But to finally have it done and like, you know, even talking with my wife and my my family and stuff like that like they knew how much I was you know studying and and putting in in the late nights and stuff like that and it was just kind of a big relief to finally have it done and and be able to you know progress and and go forward from there so yeah it was it was a lot of weight lifted off yeah that's awesome well congratulations that's that's uh it is it's it's huge especially when you have put in so much time and effort over over years. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, it sounds like when you finally started passing, it was when your life was the busiest. Like like you said, you had kids, or I don't know, one kid. One kid. Still, one kid is, I know what one kid is like. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, you were, yeah, you were married. You weren't like single and had all day, every day anymore. Right. So yeah, it's a, it's a big accomplishment. How would you deal with that? Like, uh, you said you would do your main study session in the morning and then I'm assuming after work in the evenings, you didn't have a ton of time to like study. So what, what did yeah. your, what kind of full day look like? So I'm working for myself, essentially. So me and my father, we run the business. So I can control my schedule a little bit more. um, But I would basically spend the first half of the day studying. And depending on how work would go, some days I would stay up later um and do work because at this time you know with everything that was like shut down and everything my mm-hmm. son was at home all the time so if you have kids you realize like they don't give you time to think or anything yeah, like yeah. that Ex- right <laughs> yeah so hmm. i would either at that time i would either stay up later and study at like late into the night after he went to sleep okay. or i would go to like the library in the mornings and study. So it was just really just trying to find the time to do it. You know, it wasn't, 
I I couldn't make any excuses, you know. Like I said, the clock on it was running down, so mm-hmm. I was like, I would just try and find time, whether it's late at night after my son was asleep, or if I went to the library and studied for a few hours to get it in. Um, then that's what I would do. So it's whatever it took to really finish it. And then you mentioned your uh, your note taking. Would you just do kind of standard notes in a notebook? for the the stuff you didn't really understand or you're trying to put stuff in your own words or did you use flashcards what was your process for that most of the time i would i would just take notes on the answers and stuff like that on certain things so i would take as i was doing the quizzes and stuff i would write down certain topics that i was struggling with and then i would um focus on those areas that um, I wasn't answering right. So whether it's looking at the answers um, and then taking notes based off of the kind of blurb that they gave, um, then that's what I would do. Honestly, I didn't read at all. Maybe a few times, like on certain, like extremely hard things that I wasn't getting, but Mm -hmm. most of the time I wasn't reading anything. I would watch some videos to kind of get clarity, but for the most part, like I really just made sure I was answering the questions and getting the understanding in the in the midst of it. So that's what I was really doing as far as yeah. like helping get understanding. Like I said, the definitions I would go back and read and stuff like that. Okay. And what about practice sims? Like how did you use those in your process? I was using Surgeon. So the way they grade the practice sims are really weird. So it's it's not really doesn't help you get like an accurate view of what you're doing, but mm-hmm. I would I would take them just so that I would get used to it. Yeah. And one of the things that I always did before the test was I would go through and do the practice exams for the practice of sitting there for four hours. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I would I would get tired. <laughs> like yeah. if I did it, I would get tired by like two and a half, three hours. And then I'm like, just like exhausted of trying to answer the question. So I would at least do a couple practice exams before the actual exam. So I would get used to sitting there and answering the questions and being on a clock and, and especially getting the timing of how long I'm taking on these questions. Cause I know a, a couple of times when I took the test, I was running out of time because I didn't properly set out the time to leave more time for the practice sims. Oh, well, for yeah. the simulations in the actual one. So, yeah, that is, and that's huge. And, and that's why, you know, learning, you kind of mentioned this, but spending so much time on practice questions in your study process, instead of spending most of your time reading the text or watching videos, you're learning the material in the same context. You're going to see it on test day which right. is one of those things that sounds obvious once you say it, but that's not how most people spend most of their study time. And then it also solves a lot of problems on test day in advance because you get, you just get good at answering multiple choice so that you can finish quick, like finish quickly and leave a bunch of right. time for the Sims. Yeah. Right. What about, let's see, we covered... You kind of mentioned multiple ways. Like one thing I ask is like, what kept you motivated when you really wanted to quit? But you kind of, you kind of covered that. What would you say was just overall the hardest part of the study process for you? 
it was probably the timing um well the time to study um like i said i had a lot going on yeah. so i had to find time to study and uh, you know it wasn't always at the same time every day uh, i tried to do it in the mornings but at a certain point you know i just had to find time to do it whether it's after I had, you know, I still had a family, so I had to spend time with them. So, yeah. you know, once I spent time with them, I would go and study at, you know, 11 o'clock or midnight or whatever, just to get some type of study time in. Um, and, you know, everybody's schedule is different, you know, depending on what they're going through or, you know, what they're at in life. But it's just really making the time to study um, and just, you know, pushing through it because a lot of times I, I scheduled my tests in shorter windows so that I wasn't spending so much time like getting lost because until there's like a clock most people don't push exactly. you know, to get yep. things done yeah so I kind of put that internal pressure on me to mm-hmm. okay I only got three or four weeks to study so I need to put everything aside and make sure that I'm getting this done and so that's kind of how I put my test so that I made sure I forced myself to get the time in to actually study. Okay. So if we kind of divided your, like your CPA journey into two segments, like the first few years where, you know, you're spending a lot of time, but it just wasn't coming together. And then the second segment where you start passing the sections, what were the top two or three just kind of breakthroughs like what do you what do you think just made the difference finally yeah so i think one is understanding how to study um so that you can retain the information because the first if you you know like you said breaking that half the first half i think i took like five or six tests and didn't pass and i think i got a 70 like once mm-hmm. and then the second half after i started using super fast i took i passed the four parts and i think i only took it six times so i didn't pass like twice but every time it was at least a 70 or above yeah between 70 and 75 so it just kind of shows that i was more prepared to take the test, even if I didn't pass, I was still closer to it because I had learned how to study. So I think that's one. And the other one was, I think just realizing that I pushed as hard as I could to make sure I start, I pass one. And once you do that, you get a different sense of accomplishment to keep going. So if beforehand, you know, I had a more drive to finally just pass one part. So if anybody's, you know, going back and forth, like at least do as hard as you can to pass one part. Because once you pass that, you kind of get a different perspective on taking a test. Because now you're not looking at, I, I hope I can pass it. Now you have a greater sense of confidence that, okay, now I can pass the rest of it. And so mm-hmm. you get a different drive to finish the test. So that was a really, um, you know, breakthrough for me was once I finally passed a, a test, I felt more energized to finish it. Yep. 
yeah, it kind of validates that your, your study process is working. And so then it just kind of, at least you don't feel like you're like wasting your time because right. it gets real hard. Like motivation gets real hard if you're putting in a bunch <laughs> of time and effort every day and you're just, you know, right. not passing the exams. It's like, why, obviously it's like, yeah. why am I doing this? Uh, yeah. So one thing you said on that first breakthrough, just shifting your focus to retaining the information, like as you went, what, what did you use to actually do that kind of build retention into your daily process? Yeah. The first thing was shortening the windows of studying, mm. because if you put it six, seven weeks out, like it's very hard to keep remembering everything. Yeah. So I put, you know, a shorter time frame so that I studied one area more intently. And so I was, what helped with the retention was, you know, like I said, taking the questions and reading the answers, but also um, listening to the audios and then going back and answering questions on that topic. So, you know, if it's talking about leases and FAR, then I would listen to the audio or read the notes and then go and take questions on it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, vice versa, I would go back to it because once you like hear or read something and then you actually go apply it, when you go back to read it again, now you have the questions or the answers that you did on the questions in your mind as you're reading or as you're listening. So you retain it a lot better because now you have that example to go back to uh, when you're studying. So that was a big thing that helped me to start retaining a lot more. And then, yeah, just making sure that any area that I was like struggling in, I would make sure that I spent a little bit more time on. Um, so I, you know, kind of went through everything, uh, whether that's how your study, um, talking about, cause I know you said you would take questions, you know, to take questions in a certain area and then make sure that you're doing the random ones because mm -hmm. now you're still, uh, answering questions, maybe on a topic that you studied a week ago. So that helps with retention was continue to do the random questions so that you're still getting questions from, you know, other topics other than the one that you're focused on. That's yeah, it, it's huge. Uh, and, and you described it really well. You, it's almost like when you watch a, a movie four or five times, I don't think right. I've ever watched a movie. I, I don't <laughs> like movies that much. I've never watched a movie five times, but you, you pick up new things, you know, each time you watch a movie and, right. uh, yeah, constantly rehitting everything there is, you know, you want to improve your, your weak areas, but you also, you don't want to neglect just those random sets of 30 that just cover everything because, and that's why our quizzes, there are no options. You take a quiz mm -hmm. and it's pulling from the entire section. Uh, right. For that, for that reason, it just, it's kind of like, it's like a workout for your your memory muscles or whatever, whatever you want to call <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, did you do anything big to celebrate when you passed? Um, well, we were planning on it, <clears throat> but oh, some yeah. things kind of ran into it, so <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> we still will, you know, we'll still do it, but, you know, I was just, you know, everybody was really happy, you know, once I told my family and stuff like that, because it's a, you know, a huge accomplishment. Um mm -hmm. 
you know, it's it's funny that, you know, <laughs> you get the CPA, but most people, a lot of people like my brother, when I told him, he was like, oh, I thought she was already a CPA. I was like, just because I'm an accountant doesn't mean I'm a CPA. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. well, now you can officially tell people that, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, they didn't really understand it at all, some people, but it was, you know, still a joyous thing. And, you know, we'll do something at some point, you know, I, for me, I'm not always a celebrate celebratory person. Like, you know, I'm always like pushing to see what's next and everything, but I did take the time to like appreciate, you know, what I had accomplished and what I had done. Um, and so, you know, it's from that standpoint, yeah. you know, that, that was what happened. Yeah. The, the sense of relief's the biggest thing. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't, nothing, nothing beats that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you found us. Let's see. You, you found us somehow and then you told Cheryl about it, right? It, that's what you said. Sharon. Not Sharon. Yeah. Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've told several people so it's cool because um you know people who have i've worked with and has seen like me start my journey um you know i've been talking to them i still stay in touch with them and it's actually inspired them to want to go and you know i had another co-worker she went and bought it and started studying and it's good to share your journey because it inspires other people like after I passed my first test, um, that's when I, I talked to Sharon and, you know, she got excited about it. And because it was a new way of studying that you felt like you could actually pass it, like you felt like there was hope to actually get it rather than, you know, everybody's kind of been through the journey or heard mm-hmm. about it and it's so long and not many people do it. But when you start to see, you know, people, you know, start passing it. And being able to converse and talk with them about it, it inspires you to want to go and want to do it too. So, you know, I tell, I've shared my journey with, you know, different friends that started, you know, either get got it or about to get it. And just, I help them as much as I can to share what I've learned to help them kind of curve all of that failure <laughs> as yeah. you know, you're going to, you know, go through a you know, tough time, but just as much as you can, like save you from having to go through all the stuff that I had to go through. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, yeah, I, I appreciate you telling people about it, but I, I really enjoyed hearing your story. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's a long time to be working on them, but that's the thing in the end, it doesn't matter how long it was. I mean, you, you got them done. That's, that's really yes. cool. Yeah. It's great um, to be done with it. <laughs> so I basically already asked you, my final question is always like, if you were to tell people that are in the struggling phase, your top two or three tips, I, I mean, I think you kind of answered that already. Is there anything else, any other uh, things that really helped you that you want to mention? Um, One, I think is, like I, I mentioned, but, you know, to have that determination to want to finish um because at the end of the day you know it's for you it's an accomplishment for you you know it may you know lead to different jobs or different things like that but it's an accomplishment that no one can take from you um and realizing that you're one of the very few people in the world that will have that certification that will 
show the determination that it takes to actually pass that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it shows like I like I when I talked to friends, the biggest revelation for me was I grew in understanding faith and to trust and to believe. Like any time that I was taking a test, I kept repeating to myself, like, I already passed this. I already got this done, you know. And there was times, like, when I was in the test, like, I had to start repeating it to myself. Because <laughs> I was like, look, Jason, you've done this. you studied. You already passed this exam. Just go in and take it. Uh, I remember one exam when I was literally, like, I don't know what happened, but I was, like, freaking out. Like, <laughs> the first, I don't remember the questions in the f- whole first Quizlet. And I was like... Mm-hmm. I didn't calm down until like the second one. And then I was like, okay, you know, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I ended up passing that one still. Yeah. Um, but it was, it, it was like a faith journey. Like I had to understand like what it really meant to have faith and to just trust that, you know, from the beginning, I believed and trusted that I was going to pass it. And then I just did the work to make that a reality. So I wasn't going through the test hoping that I would pass. I had to go through it with the mentality that I already passed this. You know, I'm already done with it. I'm just walking it out at this point. And it helped me to have a different sense of it um, as I was going in. Because those practice exams going into the exam wasn't always great. (laughs) It wasn't always looking that great. But, you know, I would also say to trust yourself when you're getting ready to take it. Like, you know, I don't know if everybody, if hardly anybody like going into the exam feels like totally prepared, but you have to trust yourself that what you've been doing has prepared you for the exam and don't like second guess everything that you've been doing or second guess, you know, all the studying that you've been doing. You know, as you're doing the exam, you're trending in the right direction. I think most um, study material kind of tells you that. But Mm -hmm. like for surgery, they want you to be at like 80%, but I I never hit 80% um, as far as like the ready one. I was like 70 something. But I trusted as I was answering the questions, one thing that helps is for you to answer it before you read the synopsis or whatever it is so that you're starting to understand what the question is before you see the answer. Um, Because that will tell you how ready you are. Like you were saying with the definitions, like if you can, if you got a question, if you're, you know, what the word is, is what it really is, then you probably don't really know it. But as you start to answer the question and you feel that confidence of, okay, I'm getting this right. Like, even if I get it wrong, I was on the right thought process of answering it. So yeah. you're feeling like you're trending in the right direction. So those are some of the biggest things that helped me. And I would tell people, I, I do tell people, like, that's what I've learned <clears throat> and how I've grown. And it was like a personal journey that really helped me become a better person at the end of the day. Yeah. That is awesome. And yeah, those are those are all good tips, especially the kind of I don't know if you've read. um, What is the guy's name? Brian Tracy. He's got a bunch of like motivation, uh, productivity books and courses. But he talks about that when you do like positive affirmations, you always say it in the present tense as if you've already accomplished what whatever the goal is. So yeah, exactly. It's a good point. If you just had to narrow down 
like what was the biggest benefit you got from our program? What would you say that is? The biggest benefit would probably be the sense of direction of how the clarity of what I was doing. Okay. Because like just going the traditional way of doing things, it put a lot of stress to try and remember everything. Um, so just to have the clarity of what or how I should do it and it actually working, um, it helped a lot, like tremendously. And that's why I felt like this was so much different than anything else because it helped me to save so much time when I didn't really have it. And yeah. so, yeah, that was the biggest benefit. Okay. So, so, so more so the strategies than even the study tools then like the, we call it the yeah. pro course now, but like the strategies just showing you like, listen, you don't have to use everything in your review course and memorize it all. Like this is right. what you do. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was <clears throat> like, like I said, like I was, <laughs> I was like reading the book and trying to take notes off of the book. But the biggest thing that I realized with that was that the stuff in the book didn't translate directly to the question. <laughs> exactly. Like I would read something in the mm -hmm. book and then I take a question on the same thing. And it felt like anything that I read was not even relevant. Like mm. I was like, this has nothing to do with like what I just read. It seemed like it's totally different because of the way the question is formed. So I was like, man, like finally just focusing on the questions and the answer, reading it, <clears throat> understanding from the answer of the question, it saved me so much time and just understanding um, rather than spending time reading that didn't even really translate. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it was helpful. Um, what about any feedback with our study tools or the, the strategy videos, anything we could improve, even if it was something small? Not that I can think of. I mean, the videos were pretty concise as far as like what to get out of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially the review related to, um, after you fail a test and like mm -hmm. understanding like the score range of what you should do, depending on what score range you were in, that was really helpful. Um, I think more people should look at that video too. Um, because that's a, a common question after you're like, well, what do I do yeah. now? And it's understanding like you should not move on because I did that once when I, I got like a 70 in a test. And then I think it was before I knew about your videos, but I ended up not doing it. I moved on and mm -hmm. I was like, man, I should have just retook it <laughs> when I yeah. had, you know, most of that stuff. Remember, because once you get done with the test, you don't remember a lot of it because right, <laughs> right. it's so much that you're just trying to answer. But just to, you know, I think more people shouldn't focus on that part, too, of just what to do after, you know, because you're not everybody's not going to pass everything on the first time. So being able to go back to that video or those um, study habits really helps to have more people pass right after. Yeah. Yeah. I think now I in think the new videos. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you can go ahead. Something different. You can go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, I I believe in our new videos, we have added that as part of like, so that it's in there so that they know. Okay. That's all I was saying. I, I think we have added oh, okay, it into cool. the new course. Nice. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> I was going to say, um, I, I don't remember. Do you have like something on 
kind of the recommended way of scheduling out your test. Like not necessarily like which one to do first, but like the timing of it. Yeah, I talk about that in one of the videos. I basically say like for FAR and REG. So so all the stuff you said, I, I say those in those videos. I'm like, okay. put pressure on yourself. Like this is a thing where you just, it's like when you write your 10 page research paper the night of in high school, like it's that same <laughs> idea. You, you have right. to put enough pressure on yourself, a short enough timeline where you feel the, like the reality that every day, every single day matters. Um, right. So make it short enough. Anyway, so as far as timelines, I usually tell people six to seven weeks for FAR and REG and maybe like four to six weeks for BC and audit. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, because I, I know for me, I typically, I schedule my tests based on the windows because now you can redo them. You know, you don't have to wait to a whole blackout window and stuff like that. But I typically try to um, do it around finding out my test score. Mm -hmm. So I knew when to, if I needed to change my study timeline to retake a test. That's actually, that's, that's a super good, I've never heard anyone say that. That's a great tip because that is a huge thing that people run into. They'll fail an exam or no, they'll take an exam. They don't get their score for a month and they're like, what mm -hmm. do I do? Do I, what, like, right. I don't feel like it went well, but I don't know if I failed it. Do I keep studying this or do I move on? I get asked that all the time and that's, I've never thought of that answer. Um, that's a great tip because <laughs> then it's <laughs> only cool, a few yeah. days or something to, to know exactly. exactly like whether you move on or restudy. Yeah. That's... And that's how I did it. <clears throat> so that, you know, like when I said, I retook it like five days later, I knew, or I took it two weeks later, whatever the case, I knew if I, I think it was like, if you take it by the 15th, cause some are shorter than others. So it was like, if you take it by the 15th, you'll get it by the 22nd or something like that. Or you take it by the first, you'll get it by the, you know, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I knew like after I took the test, I could find out my score and then figure out, okay, where do I go from here? Do I need to retake it or do I keep studying? And that's why I said sometimes, like maybe once or so, once or twice that it overlapped because it was like one of those longer wait mm -hmm. windows. So I was like, okay, I could start doing it, but I'm not so far removed that I couldn't retake it. So I didn't always, you know, for me personally, I didn't always like actually schedule the exam until I was closer to knowing when I was going to take it. So <clears throat> sometimes I didn't want to like schedule an exam like three months out. And then, you know, I run into that phase of like, well, now I got to retake another one. And now I got this yeah. other one scheduled like two weeks. So I kind of, I don't know if it's good, depending on the person, but I kind of waited. Like I had my notice to schedule, but I waited to take the test like the schedule until i was like maybe two weeks out or so like to be able to say okay i'm going to take it you know in two weeks but mm -hmm. i was studying with the mentality that i was going to do it at that day but i would you know just make sure um that's when i was scheduling so it's just really beneficial to be closer to the date of finding out uh when you're gonna get the yeah. scores that's yeah i'm gonna start i'm probably actually gonna make a clip of just you saying that and like have that on its own page. Cause that's such a good, uh, 
<laughs> that's a great tip. Cause that's, I get asked that helpful. all the time. Yeah. I get, I get asked that all the time and I'm always like, well, I don't know, maybe like do half your study time on the one you just took in half. But yeah, that's such an easier way. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, awesome, man. Well, yeah, it, it was awesome to meet you. I'm glad our stuff could help. I appreciate you doing the call. People find these really valuable and especially these like motivational ones, like are the ones people like the most where like someone had a really, you know, like you had, you had a long journey and, and I don't know, people really like these kind of episodes. So yeah, I appreciate you doing the call and congrats on being done. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's really great to be done. I appreciate it, man. You know what you guys do and, being able to have that, it helps out so many people. And like I said, I tell everybody that I run into, you know, to use it because it works. And you can tell by the <laughs> the change from what I was doing before and then w- what my results were after. So it's been extremely beneficial. And everybody that I know that's used it, has it's been helpful for them too. So I appreciate you guys. Okay, so that was the interview with Jason. I'm sure you found that very helpful and motivating and inspiring. If you did find it helpful, please take a second to share the episode with someone you know who's also working on their CPA exams. I maintain, or my big claim is that these interviews are the most helpful resource available anywhere for people that are trying to figure out their own CPA study process. And again, if you have not yet, take the time, take one hour, to watch one of our free study training webinars at superfastcpa.com. It is the most helpful one hour you can possibly spend. This is one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration from having to try to figure this stuff out on your own. And as you've heard on the episodes, there are, are so many people out there that are just spending months and even years grinding away at these exams. But once they hear some of our strategies, several things click light bulbs go off and it completely changes their experience and they end up passing all four sections pretty quickly after that so sign up for one of those free trainings and then the second thing is if you're listening to this you might as well sign up for one of our free podcast giveaways at superfastcpa.com enter or there should be a link in the description below each month we give away three pairs of powerbeat pro headphones So thanks for listening or watching, and we'll see you on the next episode.